Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menage. We're continuing our series on the evolution of the internet with Web 3.0. Every Monday in the month of January, we're covering a different aspect of the new distributed internet, which most people associate with cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. On today's show, we're talking about virtual land on the internet. There are a number of startups that are creating virtual worlds, as well as established companies. There's a big bet being made that virtual reality will move out of the early adopter phase and become more mainstream. Facebook is placing a large bet on these virtual worlds. They even changed the name of the company to Meta to reflect their bet on the metaverse. The internet's evolved from the early days where it was text to eventually images and now to video. But video is not the end of the line. There's a far more immersive experience possible, whether it's with a live video connection like we experience today on Zoom or on Microsoft Teams, or perhaps a virtual reality platform. The Meta product is called the Sandbox. All the items inside the Metaverse, like land, furniture, avatars of people, clothing, artwork, these are all made up of tokens. And in the language of Web 3.0, these are called non-fungible tokens, or NFTs for short. The first of these worlds is a game called Horizon Worlds, at least within the Facebook Metaverse ecosystem. Some skeptics think there's no intrinsic value to these virtual systems, but that ignores the economic value of the entire gaming industry. The gaming industry is well-established and clearly worth billions. Most of the advanced games on consoles like the Xbox or the PlayStation have some version of an immersive virtual reality experience, but the spoils go to the platform owners and a handful of software developers. They're relatively closed systems, and the concentration of wealth is in the hands of a very few. Web 3.0 hopes to democratize that. I personally have my doubts that will happen, and we'll talk about that aspect next week. There needs to be interoperability between different platforms. You need to know that your own avatar, whether it's in the Metaverse platform or another platform, is yours and not owned by the platform. And today, the truly largest decentralized Metaverse is on an open source platform called Decentraland. This is a virtual world with avatars and you can use to explore all of various locations. You can buy real estate in these worlds. You can resell the real estate. And just like in the real world, you can visit different places. For those who know me, I've got a technology background. I used to design microprocessors. And some of my chips have been used in a wider range of applications, including some gaming applications in Japan, in collaboration with Japanese company Sammy Sega and the graphics processor company NVIDIA. I understand there's a market for games and that some people will definitely pay money and become immersed in games. Even in the business world, some businesses have become involved. The folks at eXp Realty, the world's largest virtual real estate brokerage, have invested heavily in virtual technology, given that they don't actually have any physical offices. CEO Glenn Sanford purchased Success Magazine, and they're using the tools and training from Success Magazine to create a corporate culture. They also purchased a virtual reality platform called Verbella, which they have dubbed Success World. And when you enter Success World, you come through the virtual lobby of Success Magazine. You can participate in virtual meetings, perhaps in the auditorium, or you can book a conference room and hold a client meeting in that conference room. I've attended numerous meetings hosted by Glenn Sanford, the CEO, in the auditorium. And I have to say that the real meeting was nothing like a bunch of people all over the world sitting in front of their laptops talking and listening like you would in an audio conference with screen sharing. Glenn would share his screen and you could see his avatar up on stage. My memory of these meetings is more than just the content. Immersed in my memory is the act of me entering the virtual auditorium and then directing my avatar to walk down the aisle, 
looking for an empty seat. My view of the presentation is from my vantage point from my seat in the auditorium. I have to say it's a far more memorable and more immersive experience than just another conference call. So in that sense, I get it. If you're trying to create a more memorable experience for clients, a virtual meeting is definitely going to be more memorable, at least for now, as it's a novelty. But in terms of meeting effectiveness, a Zoom meeting with screen sharing will achieve a similar outcome. The underlying technology for these systems, for both Sandbox and Decentraland, they're based on Ethereum's blockchain, which means that the success of these metaverse companies could also increase the value of Ethereum, the currency since the monetary transactions are likely to be conducted in Ethereum. In these virtual worlds, some businesses and celebrities have bought prominent assets. Some artists like Snoop Dogg have held virtual concerts. Some digital assets have sold for thousands of dollars and a few have even sold in the millions. Owning a parcel of virtual land next to a celebrity could bring you more foot traffic. And that higher traffic might have marketing value and therefore, if you consider that in advertising, even an impression has monetary value. It's the equivalent of a billboard alongside a high-traffic segment of the freeway. Some billboards are clearly worth more than others. It's hard to know if this is a passing fad or if it's going to endure. Owning some virtual land in a good location as an early adopter could be a good gamble. It could be a winning speculation, but I'm going to stop short of calling it a good investment. See, I'm a real asset investor, and I recognize there's opportunity for a first mover or fast follower to develop that market. But being first to market is not a guarantee that you're going to win. I certainly wouldn't want to be a shareholder of MySpace today. In business, I want to invest in the realm of proven business models. Business is hard enough without compounding the risk of a market failing to develop on top of all of the other business risks that are inherent in being in business. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.